When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Did you happen to watch that game on Monday Night Football? I yeah, I tuned in. Oh, how I'm what so an sorry. Ugly for game. That. I watched Shameless instead. Oh, I never watched Shameless. Great show. It's just heard. a fantastic yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Much better than Giants and Eagles. <laughs> much much better. I mean, just the begin. The, I've never seen a more chaotic start to a game. First of all, let's just say this: Seattle, whatever happened Week One. Flush it away. Right. They're the team we thought they were going to be. They're 3-1 and one right now. Beating they, good teams, beating bad teams. And then beating the Giants, who are— Right, who are even I don't know worse. what they yeah. are. They're bad, right? Can we just say the Giants are officially oh, yeah, bad this sure. year? After—we're calling last year a fluke for short now. It was a total fluke. It wasn't even a fluke, Tom. The start They started off the season, like, what, 7-2? Do and you two? put any stock into Saquon not being available? And maybe that's the combo, Of course, that's but, like, how, how, how could you not? You know, that's their whole offense. Like, what do you mean? Like, of course, if he's not going to be available, they're going to be bad. Again, I wouldn't say the last season was a fluke. They started 7-2. and two. The fluke was the start because they finished 9-7-1. and seven and one. So they finished the season 2-5-1. and five and one. Tons of quarterbacks got paid this offseason. Uh, Jalen Hurts got paid. He's playing well. Justin Herbert got paid. He's playing well. Lamar Jackson got paid. He's playing really well. Joe Burrow got paid the most of anybody, and he's been real bad. Yeah. And Daniel Jones got the big contract deal over Saquon Barkley. He's been really bad. Of those two quarterbacks that got the big payday that have started the season off shakily, who do you have more confidence in bouncing back? It's obviously Joe Burrow. I mean, it's obvious. <laughs> it's I was, just, I was setting you up with a loaded question so I could it's say, oh my God, if you're the New York Giants, you may have just paid the worst guy possible. I mean, mm. we're talking not even Andy Dalton that you just extended. Like, you might have extended. No, no, there's no better comp than to say you extended Daniel Jones. And I heard uh, another host on a station uh, around town this morning say, well, at least if Kenny Pickett's not the guy, you didn't pay him. So, like, yeah, you're wasting time right now, but at least you didn't have a financial commitment on top of that. Daniel Jones is the guy times $80 million worth in Mm -hmm. in New York. And for him to look the way he does, and, you know, I did see Brian Dable on the sidelines last night after the pick six. Oh, he was mad. He was talking to Daniel Jones. He gave him the stink eye coming off the field and was kind of like, what the hell, dude? And Daniel Jones just kind of just walked away from him, you know, not in a – like whatever kind of way, but just like a dead in the eyes, like I don't know what's going on. And then Dable comes over with the iPad and the printed printed pictures, and he's like pointing at something for Daniel Jones, and then he just throws it down in disgust and like rolls his eyes and walks away. So, I mean, do you remember, did you see the, the like, the camera zoomed in on Jones? Was it against the Cowboys or the Niners where he's just like watching the defense in motion? He's like, what is going almost like Sam Darnold in the I'm seeing ghost game against the Patriots a couple of years ago? 
I didn't Did see, see that. Did you see that? No. I mean, it was like watching a kid this in a like horror movie. sixth year, fifth year, though. I mean, right, he should not right, right, be right. acting that way. And he went to the playoffs last year. So and what a playoff game! And what is this your first time seeing Dallas? You've seen him twice every year since you've entered into the league. I, boy, I, that is a very, very worrisome thing right now if you're the Giants. And I don't even know if Saquon comes back fixes anything because if your quarterback's that bad, your quarterback's that bad. The guy who made the pick six though for the Seahawks, Devin Witherspoon. What year is he again? He's a rookie. He's playing. Are you allowed to play defensive backs you're, when they're rookies? You are. You are two sacks and a pick six. Yeah. Now, he was the number five overall pick, so he's the dude mm-hmm. of the draft class. He's this year's Sauce Gardner. Not as good as Sauce Gardner, but I'm just saying he's CB1 when it comes to the 2023 draft class. But it doesn't matter. But Christian it, Gonzalez in New England. He won Rookie Brian, of the Month, Christian Gonzalez. Brian Branch in Detroit, different Has position, but six. still a D-back. They're, they're all playing. And the thing they're that all really... Playing. Deontay Banks last night yeah. against Devin Witherspoon. The thing that really grinds my gears is it's not like, oh, look at all these great corners and ours stinks. He's not playing well. It's, he is we playing don't know. well. We when don't he gets know. in, yeah. he's playing well. And the other people are playing terribly. So at some point, you have to just say it can't get much worse. I, I, know and I this promise is... you, I promise you, it's going to get better. It's going to get better. I know this episode, you know, we're supposed to kick around the league recap week four. But we didn't spend time at all on our first two episodes this week because there was a lot of blame to to point the finger at. We didn't talk a lot about the secondary. We will later this week, but the secondary should be no stranger to the to the shadowing uh the, the shadow that is being Cast, held over yeah. the Steelers right now. No question about it. And maybe you know, when people say, oh, there's going to be changes, oh, that's Canada, maybe it means, like, Porter Jr. is going to play on the outside. Mm-hmm. Braden Fajoko might get a helmet. Yeah. Because he needs to stop Today's the run. Today's Mike Tomlin's press conference is going to be one that you have to listen to. I agree. And I hope that our friends in the Beat Corps are ready with some pretty good questions to and ask Mr. Tomlin. my worry and I know they is are. that we might get duped like we did on Sunday, saying, okay, let's... Let's get ready for something impactful here. Let's get ready for something big. And then you had a, the dud, the 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 the, the, the loss to the Texans. So like the big change and then, is and then Brady Fajoko or something like after, that. After after the game, you know, uh, you you got to see change. We got to do something. So we're gonna give Fajoko. I mean, I think it was Brian Backo yesterday who tweeted out <laughs> saying saying Mike Tomlin said changes are coming, and the Steelers released Desmond Patrick. There it is. Um, but I I have a hunch it's gonna be Fajoko. But I think that's a good move. Fajoko's only asset is being a run plugger, and you can't stop the run right now. Vegas is the only but team. But that's to stop. not. I mean, again, like I agree. The 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 run defense and the secondary and and Kenny are not doing well. But you know what? When Mike Tomlin says he knows after we, that game, he knows what we're gonna think he means after that game. When he says it with the emphasis that he put on on those words that he did that he used. You have to expect it's going to be bigger than bringing up a guy from the practice squad. You can't just say we're going to instill change here, something big is going to come, and then just promote a guy from the practice squad. It's not. It's not like the Pirates bringing up Davis, you know, from Indianapolis, saying, "Well, you couldn't keep him in the minors for long. You, know, you had to bring him up eventually." This is not the same it's thing not, as bringing up a guy the from next the number one. No. Pick, yeah. yeah. Right. 
Oh, okay. Even even if it is, we went down that rabbit even, hole. Again. I know. Devin even Witherspoon before, put us before down we that get there, hole. even if it is putting Joey Porter Jr. starting over Levi Wallace or Joey or or uh, Pat Pete, it's still not going to be well. We were kind of expecting more when you said there's changes that are coming or there's got to be a change within our organization. On Sunday's action, let's start in the early morning, 9.30. Foggy London town. Oh, Top you said like you're from London. <laughs> Cheerio. <laughs> Jags get back on track, right? Could you help me out here, man? I've got a bit of coral sticking out of my leg. <laughs> There's a lot of blood. <laughs> yeah. Maybe one of Paul Rudd's best roles ever. Oh, Just such for sure. Role. Kunu. Kunu. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jacksonville back on track, twenty-three to seven over the Falcons. They needed to get that win. You know what? They, they just needed a home game. That's what they needed. They just needed yeah, to right. go home. Get right. to go to London. Do you watch the Toy game. Story broadcast? Yes, it's very good. They have a lot of work to do. It's oh, very glitchy. But when you think about what it is, they, they did a great job for the first very time. Very impressive. And I hope they stick with it because I could feel some network executives getting cold feet based on the glitches. Just work through those things, baby. After yeah, like the best five was or six when, of like, them, Desmond Ritter would like fumble the ball, but the ball would still be, like, shaking in his hands. Well, there was the one touchdown pass for the Falcons um, on the Toy Story broadcast. The ball landed on the ground. Right, And then everybody's right, right. just kind of milling around, and then it just goes, <laughs> touchdown! <laughs> and we're like, well, he did not catch the ball. <laughs> the best part, though, was the Bijan Robinson juke. The juke! In the Toy oh, Story my world. God, in the Toy Story well, ball. The so real good. juke was crazy, right, too. Right. But the Toy Story one, they got that one real yeah, real yeah. right. So that was good. And Slinky being the, uh, the, the yard again, yeah. And the claw was the uh-huh. I will have someone that you need a ref, right? Like I think Woody should have been the ref or something like that. Like he comes also, out there with like, a sheriff no hat fans. and he's like personal fan. Like why not have like Mr. Potato Head and Ham in the you background did have them somewhere? Just... You saw Rex in the background. Yeah, but there were no. It didn't. They got work to do, but still enjoyable. They should have put all. You know who the fans should have been? They had one Martian guy. They should have had all the Martian guys. From or the, the Green Army men. Like, There's a hundreds and hundreds the of hundreds those. of Green Army guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're 28 and 29 year old grown men and we were loving a Toy Story podcast. <laughs> How could you not? And you know, I was talking about it with my friends, like, who is this really made for? Because five year olds. Is it because there, yeah, there were grown adults watching, watching because of the, our nostalgia for growing up on Toy Story? But you you heard the announcers, right? They were like, it's I actually did. And- so I had, I was at a friend's house who was, was on two mute. screens and we had the, the real normal cast and then we had. Toy Story, so the Toy Story muted, broadcast, yeah. like it was Booger and another person. And yeah, they, when I learned that there were actually people calling the game, they weren't just pulling the the broadcast no, no, no. done by by the ESPN guys like uh, Lewis Riddick and, and Orlovsky. They no. had a separate broadcasting And they were saying it. things like it would be like third and ten on their own 20, and the play play guy would be like, no, Booger, if they don't get this, it's, it's likely that an NFL team would punt here, right? Because they're so deep within their own territory. And he'd be like, that's exactly right. You don't want to give the ball back. Like, they're explaining it like the you're kids. teaching a kid how I like the it. sport no, I like it. Yeah, so it's geared towards five-year-olds. I saw somebody tweet that. They were like, why are they talking to me like I don't know football? And people were just like, because it's for five-year-olds, <laughs> it's dude. It's for, people that don't, it's for people that don't know <laughs> football, dude. Like, oy. All right. Well, it was fun, though. It was fun, and I like. I like the league trying to get younger audiences involved. That's how you keep this sport at the mm-hmm. tip. That's baseball's biggest error was they didn't get the younger generation right. into it. Get, keep that, keep that machine coming. I right? mean, the I mean, we could say in a myriad of ways the NFL is light year. Oh, no pun intended. Light years ahead to infinity. Light years ahead in terms of their marketing abilities for anyone. Come in, Space Command. <sighs> Why don't they answer? <laughs> 
Look, Toy Story is one of the funnier movies ever made. I mean, just straight up. Even as an adult, you watch it again. That's yeah, great. And you are you can't help but smile ear to ear. Even the how, second one was how really clever funny. it is. They're all amazing. Yeah, all of them up till four. They're all great. They're very clever, and it still brings a smile to my face. And I'm a 30 year old man. When you drive a vehicle so reliable, it's backed by a 10 year, 100,000 mile limited warranty. You stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. In the AFC North. Not 30 yet. Not yet. In the AFC North. Baltimore stomping mm. on the Cleveland Browns, 28-3. to That game in Cleveland, no Deshaun Watson, so I understand why the Browns' offense spun their wheels, but what's up with the Browns' defense, dude? Yeah, had a bad week. Had a, And maybe you can chuck that up to, again, AFC North play. Had a really bad week. Maybe they felt like they were already playing from behind when uh, Deshaun Watson was ruled out. And Lamar but that defense is good enough to is, keep up. It is, and Lamar up. didn't do much. 15 for 19, 186. Two rushing touchdowns. Two tutties, and then he had two more tutties on the ground. <laughs> uh, so yardage-wise, it's a mug game, but he all 28 points were on number eight's back. That's why he's an MVP, and that's why I said what I said in the one episode, if the Ravens beat the Steelers and get to 4-1, and one, I mean, they're the only thing that could stop him at that point is Lamar injury, and I think you agree with me, especially based on how we've seen Lamar play through four games. Oh, I said that at the beginning. I've said that at the beginning beginning of the year, but it's just the last couple of seasons. It's just so more in your face right now when you see them off to the start. They're at like, oh yeah. But again, they always do this, dude. No Bateman, no Beckham for the past couple weeks. They're just ho humming their way through the the division, riding Lamar's shoulders. If eight's healthy. Yeah, it's all that matters. They're pretty close no to JK that. No J.K. Dobbins, doesn't matter. Would you say when eight's healthy, they're close to that Chiefs Bills? They're they're kind of flirting with that tier. Yeah, maybe I don't the know. Top, maybe Just because the top they of don't, second tier. Because Lamar can only do so much, and he's not the same guy he but was. Clearly he can do enough. He's not the same guy he was pre-injuries, right? When he was he might be in 2019 passer. MVP, maybe. Especially, but they're not putting up the points. This year he's been great passing the football. They're not putting up the same points they were they were doing in 2019. Or the historic rushing outputs. Right. Like 230 yards a game. So I can't say that they're right there behind Philly and San Fran and Buffalo. And I, I'm not even going to say Cincinnati because Cincinnati doesn't deserve to be put in that tier right yeah, now. Yeah, let's get to Cincinnati right now. But I'm before we do on Baltimore, they are in that next tier, though. I'm not ready to put them in that that God tier, but they're right behind them if eight's healthy. that's But that's Bills all and, on him. Bills and Chiefs are God We're talking tier. about in the AFC alone AFC or just only. in the whole AFC league? AFC only right okay. now. Bills and Chiefs are in that God tier. Right. Bills, Bills right now. Right, put themselves, maybe at the top. Bills might be the best team right now. Dolphins were in that God tier, but I mean, you, beat, you got beat bad by another God tier team, so I think you get mm-hmm. pushed down a little bit. Dolphins probably that team. If you if you put them in your god tier, I get it. But I probably after that loss, I put them right at the. They're just there. They're almost mm-hmm. there. They're just a little bit closer to get there. And then it's probably the Ravens with, right after that. With every week that Lamar stays healthy, the more inclined I am to put them right with the Chiefs and the Bills. But I'm not gonna do it until the season's over. But with every week, I get closer and closer until the week where Lamar might go down. I think the Bengals are in trouble. They're yeah. one and three right now. 
Bad loss to the Tennessee Titans in Nashville over the weekend. Three points. 27-3. Joe Burrow is a shell of himself. I know that they dug themselves out of an 0-2 hole last year and ended up going to the AFC Championship game and losing by a field goal, a field goal away from going back to the Super Bowl. It just feels different this year, though. I mean, Burrow, even in that slow start, still put up numbers, still came back against the Steelers in that game. Gave the Bengals a chance to beat the Cowboys in the second game of the year, the 2022 season that they eventually lost. He hasn't given them a chance to win any game except for that one against the Rams that they pulled out. I mean, they have been just handled in all three of their losses this year, and that's why I think it just has a different feel. Now you have T. Higgins out with a rib injury too, so you're you're going to be missing one of your best weapons offensively. Um, I think the Bengals are a team that is to be reckoned with for a while now because I, I still believe in Joe Burrow. I just think that this calf injury is something that is never going to – he's never going to get over it, and it's going to be one of those weird seasons where we probably look back at this Bengals era and they've been good so long and then there's that weird 2023 season where they won like five or six games, and you're like, what happened? Well, it's because of Burrow's injury, yeah. His calf is clearly bothering him. Hindsight, again, 2020. If they would have just not played Burrow to start the season, sat him out for a whole month, right? Like you, you they're probably one and three still, and sa- they have a healthy Burrow. You saved him in the preseason, right? And if he didn't look like he was one hundred percent ready to go, and which week he won, did not, which I mean, he did not, yeah. What? What is the harm? I mean, you're one and three right now. How? What? You could have lost one more game without him. Your own four. I mean, whatever. I, what if he comes back after that zero and four start, fully healthy, and you win? What, 12 of your last 13 games? When he re-aggravated the injury against the Ravens before the Rams game, and it was questionable that he was going to play all Monday night leading up to that, and then Burrow came out and said, I would have 100% guessed he wasn't going to play. He shouldn't have, but Burrow comes out and he says, I weighed the risk of starting Mm -hmm. one and two, or was it one and three at the time? Oh, it was 0 and three. I weighed Mm -hmm. the risk of starting 0 and three versus one and two. And the risk of my injury further getting worse, getting worse and right. I decided it was riskier to be zero and three. Well, dude, I actually think if you were zero and four and came back fully healthy, you'd, you'd be way you'd better off. Maybe not make the playoff, but you'd make a fist of it. You'd you'd rip oh, off four or five straight. Oh, wins at I some think point. Like, I think they could have at least gotten made the 10. wild card if they go wild card, get to ten wins. Wild just, card that would be what they'd go ten and two down the stretch. Ten, yeah, no, ten and three down the stretch because of the extra the extra game. They could do that. They did that last year. They did it last year, right? They did it. Yeah, it's. I I don't understand the logic. I think they if, mi- if he had done that against on Monday night, what two weeks ago, and then they and then he looked better, like he he still looked healthy. They won against Tennessee this week, and I said, okay, I totally get it, but you haven't, mm-hmm. and I don't see it getting better anytime soon. Now we could all have mud on our face, you know, in a couple of weeks, and. It takes one week for him to turn things around, and then they rattle off seven wins in a row. Elsewhere in the AFC, the Chargers uh, beat the Raiders. They're back to two and two. So I don't. I believe the, in the Chargers. though. But I would say it's tough start for them that they've stabilized the ship. Though they're they're back to five hundred yeah, after an zero and two start. For um, sure. The Broncos beat the Bears. Yeah, I mean to the Bears have to be the saddest they were organization. Twenty eight to nothing, yeah. weren't they? Or it was like twenty eight to three Something at one like point. That. The Bears have to be the saddest team in football right now. They are without a doubt the worst team in the NFL. And, and Chase Claypool's already on the trading block. Chase Claypool. Not allowed to show up for games. That's insane. That's how you know he's been just a bad problem. Yeah. If he's not even allowed to be in the press box. 
Um, the big win, Bills over Dolphins. Dolphins were the yeah, and and the Dolphins shame were the cool it, kid, right? The new new kid at school. He's cool. He's got the leather jacket. And Josh Allen's like, this is my school. I've been here for eight and years. You gotta feel sledgehammer. Like, if you don't have the NFL Sunday ticket, you feel kind of better that. You know, the Steelers were going up against that game in that window because you it ended up being a blowout. You didn't miss, I mean, you missed the highest, you missed 68 points, but you didn't miss a close game. Yeah. How crazy. The 68 points were scored in that game. The Dolphins scored more single handedly the week prior. It's still so crazy that they put up 70. Mm-hmm. You know what's um, crazy? But is a big that... boy showed up to the playground, or you had to go to their playground this time in Buffalo. And Allen and Diggs just said, hold, hold the phone to uh, and Tyreek and Jalen Waddell. We run the AFC East, not you. You want to hear something crazy that I just discovered? Talking about points scored. Just now. Other than the Patriots, the three lowest scoring teams in the NFL this week, the Browns, the Bengals, and the Steelers. Great. Why'd you do that? Patriots scored three on Thursday afternoon against three, and the Steelers scored six. Mm -hmm. You brought the Steelers back up again. You make me mad. You're making me mad again. And because how can you not? Like it's it's like one of those things where you feel at peace when you've somehow let it escape your mind, but then the smallest thing re-triggers it, and then you're frustrated beyond belief for the next however long. Minnesota got their first win of the year over Carolina, um, but they Doesn't do not matter. look good. Minnesota, Kirk Cousins threw a pick six. Jordan Addison didn't get a single catch oh all game God. long. He's invisible. I think we need to stop drafting him in fantasy. Uh, the Rams beat the Colts in overtime, twenty nine to twenty three. The Rams. I mean, you know what's a, crazy is that bounce back from the Rams. Puka Nakua, looking like you know you, they might have a one two punch with Cooper Cup if he need, comes back. They need to get him back already. I mean, he's been hurt for. So it's going back to halfway through last season. Now, what's right? crazy? Yeah, right. What's crazy about Puka is he's been having a great year. That was his first career touchdown. Yeah, that's hard to the believe. Game winner. He's putting up 100-yard performances. Um, but, yeah, he beats the Colts. Uh, Buccaneers, 26-9 to nine over How the How about Saints. Baker? They are now in the driver's seat when mm-hmm. it comes to that NFC oh, South. Yeah. I mean, you saw the Saints, granted. That's on the road, too. I mean, And Derek Carr played that game. Yeah, that's insane. I was ready to say that he was out for the year. A lot of people were. It, it might be you know, similar the to what— The best part about the game, though— Jameis Winston was 0 for 1 with an interception. Mm. One pass, one pick. Jameis. That's Jameis. That's. <laughs> I mean, what was it? A couple of years ago, uh, Drew Brees' last year, he was 1 for 1 with a touchdown and they pulled him. Yes. Because they wanted to go deep to Michael Thomas. They said, Drew can't throw the ball that far anymore. Put in Jameis. Easy money. I mean, isn't he the only quarterback in the 30 30 club oh. in history? 30 no touchdowns, one will 30 ever get there. Me, no one will ever touch that. Because you don't that. throw that many touchdowns when you're throwing that many interceptions no, you usually. Don't. You but don't. Not if you're Jameis. Um, how about the Cardinals putting up a little bit of a fight against the Niners and then the Niners just being like, and then the Niners snap, just you're done. It was kind of there like... Are the, I said that I put the Dolphins in number one. The Niners have been, without a question, the most consistent team all year yeah. so far. They consistently I, just handle teams. So we... so. I'm sure it's the opposite in San Fran right now. We're in Pittsburgh. All the stats, you're, everyone knows the stats in Pittsburgh. Everyone knows the stats dating back to 2021. Whereas in San Fran, everyone can read it to you like it's the back. It's like they wrote it on their back of their hand and it's been there permanently. The stats since Brock Purdy came in, the numbers they've had are insane. I think they've scored like 30 points in like 13 straight games or something like that. McCaffrey has either scored a touchdown or gone over 100 yards in each of those 13 games or something like that. It is insane. Is he a top 10 quarterback right now? 
Purdy? Yeah. Oh, man. I'm saying yes. Dude, week in and week out, he puts up numbers. He missed one pass last week. One. He had one incompletion. One. You know how good that, even for a system quarterback, oh, it's all Shanahan, it's all the guys being in the right spot, to miss on one pass, that's like Brady. We're going to do this real quick. I mean, like, I'll say Josh Allen, Tua, Patty. Are you including Rodgers? Let's no. throw him out because he's hurt. Okay. So Allen, Tua, uh, Mahomes. Mahomes. Uh, do you put Herbert? Yeah, Herbert's playing well this year. Okay, do you put Lamar there? Yeah, Lamar's playing well Not this year. Not Burrow. Not Burrow this year. Okay, Dak? He threw that interception against the Cardinals. Uh, you can never put Purdy's Dak. playing better than Dak. Okay, Jalen Hurts, for sure. For her, for sure, Jalen No one Hurts. in the North, right? Not Jordan Love, not Jared Goff, maybe not Jared, Kirk. Maybe Jared Goff, but I think Purdy's better than Jared Goff. Right. No one in the South, Baker, Carr, nope. uh, Young, and not Ritter. Nope. And then maybe not not Josh Dobbs. Geno Smith? No. No. I mean, I listed Dude, six that we said seven. for sure. Yeah, right. He might be the seventh at this point right so, now. So, yeah, to answer seven. your question, yeah, he's at least top 10. 20, at least. 20 for 21 and for 283 yards. It's not like he was just ding, 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 ding. So, you know how a week ago we were talking about we haven't seen a defensive player win MVP in forever, decades possibly? Taylor, yeah. Is McCaffrey on his way to being the first running back since Adrian Peterson to winning nope. MVP? Dude, the guy is like, uh, don't bail at me. It's not my fault. I'd give it to him, but he ain't gonna win it. And you know I'm right. He's gotta win. He'll win. Oh boy! Oh boy. But that's the that's the consolation prize for. I don't even know who win. Oh, because Jefferson's still having a monster year again. Oh, he's been unbelievable. He has a hundred yards in every game, right? I think he does. Uh, I think he's. I think he's gotten 100 yards in every single game so far this year. Are you year. talking about McCaffrey no, or Jefferson? Jefferson? Actually, both. I think both of them have 100 yards in every single game. Uh, he year. didn't uh, this past week because it was against the the Panthers. But his first three weeks, 150, 159, oh, and 149. Six for 85. I guess he did have two touchdowns though against the two tutties. Yeah, yeah, Jefferson's a freak. McCaffrey's a freak. But the MVP is going to be the best quarterback. Right now, it's Tua probably is the front runner, even after what happened last week. Although Josh Allen maybe took a little bit of steam away. Josh Allen, maybe Jalen Hurts, but the Eagles haven't been blowing out people. Tua and Allen are right there. What right is now. what does Brock Purdy have, have to, to do, do to get his name in that hat? He's going to name in that ring. He's going to get hurt by the talent around him. People are just going to say system quarterback that is good at distributing the football. But like I said, they won't give any of that talent around him the MVP. Either. Right. Right. So, McCaffrey deserves his name at least to be considered. All right, before we wrap up, a couple things. The shocking game of the week was Washington-Philly. Yeah. That the Commies I mean, were able to keep hats off to Washington. Yeah, it's almost like they have a pretty good offensive scheme going on there. Wow. I wonder who their OC is. And then the Chiefs and the Jets. Uh, I picked the Jets in the triple play last week. I didn't do well in the triple play except for that one. Big Big win. Thank you to Patrick yeah. Mahomes for sliding and not going into the end zone. Oh, man. It was that fun. would have screwed you, it right? It was so funny to watch like people be like, what's wrong with you, Mahomes? The best part is is there's always just a very loud group of people when things like that happen. And it, like, this fixed. This is fixed. I can't believe it happened. But there's always people on the other side of the bet, too, that it benefits. Like me who was on the Jets side of things. <laughs> and I was just like, I think Patrick is a hell of a sportsman, and I'm glad that he didn't run up the score there. That's kudos to him. Um, but I got to give Zach Wilson a lot of credit. I know he dropped the snap, and that 
he himself was seen on the sidelines saying to his teammates, like, I blew it, I lost the game. Um, first of all, remember last year when he wouldn't take the blame for how bad the, the Jets were being and some of the defensive players got a little mad at him? Mm-hmm. What growth already from right. one year? He, he put it all on him in that press conference. He said, this is my fault. Like, I lost us that football game. I think— So I love to see that growth from a guy like Can that. I ask you, what did you see the comments made by Ronnie, Ronnie Harrison, Harrison after? Despicable. Despicable. And I, I want to just give my flowers to Chris Jones, too, for just yeah, not for, falling for right, it and right, just being not taking the bait. Pro- but he was clearly baiting 100%. Him. And you know what the, the best part is? Chris Jones didn't even have to lie to not take the bait. Zach right, yeah. Wilson did play right. well. Like, if I'm Chris Jones, I'm probably sitting there in my head being like, Rodney, you were on the sidelines just watching. I was out there mm-hmm. for 60 minutes while this kid was almost going to beat us. Like, that was a tough game that I just had to play. And by the way, the Jets got hosed. I mean, that was not holding on. Not Scott. at I all. Mean, not even I mean, low. not even close. I also saw this. This was the first time that a opposing quarterback has thrown for more yards, more touchdowns, and less interceptions than, than Patrick Mahomes Patty. in a single game. Because he had one touchdown and two picks, Two right? picks, and Zach Wilson had the t- couple touchdowns. Mm-hmm. He had over almost 300 yards. I mean, he outplayed Patrick Mahomes. And the fact that Mahomes was going to have that third interception and the refs just wiped that off the board right. is despicable. And that third down run that Mahomes had on third and 20, yeah. please watch the holding on Jets number 11. Okay. He is literally... Holding his hand up in the air, like asking the like, mm-hmm. he's being what grabbed. He's being do? grabbed, and they just didn't call it. So they got hosed. I mean, completely hosed by the refs. Um, unfortunately, Zach, though, you did drop that snap. But you have to be confident with Zach Wilson moving forward. More so if you're a Jets fan, right? Like, like Salah said at the end of the game, if he can play like that, we'll win a pretty decent share of games this mm-hmm. year. And I think he's right. They should have won that game. They should. I mean, can you imagine? You know, the funny thing is, if they win that game. Great, you know that's Zach Wilson's best win of his career, probably, and might be, you know, there might be not, there might not be another win that compares to that win for him. But as soon as Aaron Rodgers is ready to come back, well, that's the thing. Next, it's him. all about next year for the yeah. Jets. Like, despite the did you see that Rodgers? You know, I I forget which sideline reporter was mentioning it, but before the game started last or not last night on uh, Sunday night, um, someone had said the sideline reporter. Was giving an update on Rodgers, saying he's back with the team now. Surprised the whole team. No one knew except for Salah that he was coming back. And Rodgers said that he wants to play this year. Yeah, he wants to play in December. If they can stay afloat until he comes back. But that the obvious part of that would be Zach Wilson has to if be playing stayed, good. If, if, he, if they're staying afloat, afloat right? would you bench? I mean, I think they would. I would not. Because I think they would, though. But who cares if you made the play? If Rodgers is healthy enough to come back in December, he's going to be healthy enough to play next year. Right. Let's just shut it down, dude, and let's come back better than ever in 2024. That would be my game plan um, if I were the Jets. Hey, gear up with the latest sideline apparel, hats, or jerseys of your favorite players, authentic memorabilia, custom items, and exclusives you can only find directly from the team. At one of the official Steelers Pro Shops located at Acroshore Stadium, Grove City Premium Outlets, or Tanger Outlets, or you can visit us online at shop. Steelers.com. We'll be back again tomorrow, Wednesday. Do a little power ranking. Um, it's going to be an angry power ranking. It is, and we're going to turn the page on the Texans and start looking ahead to Ravens Week. That's on the way later this week. Thanks for listening to these episodes of The Standard. For Jacob, I'm Tom. We'll talk to you later.